In this blog post, I would be sharing few ways by which you can redesign education and find your passion. I would also discuss why it is necessary to think differently about education as old ways are failing. Most of us spend a lot of money on studies but fail to achieve our goals or dreams. Innovation and creativity are two fundamentals to succeed in customer engagement. If you don't innovate yourself in time, it will not take long for you to be displaced by someone better than you at the business. Today, I bring a sympathetic story from Nokia, which was once considered the best brand globally, and within just the next 50 years, it failed to exist. Page Contents Story Our Lesson Education Needs Innovation Ways to Promote Passion-Based Learning in Students The Conclusion Let me share the story now so that you can relate to this post. The Beginning Friedrich Idestem founded Nokia in 1865, you might relate to the year by a more popular situation. It was one of the earliest attempts towards the freedom of Indians from British rule. Nokia wasn't always a mobile phone brand but started its business as a newspaper publisher. Idestem, then in 1871, joined hands with another partner and converted the company into a share company. Later in the year 1902, the company stepped into the electricity business when it partnered with Finnish Rubbers and Cable. It was the time when it was named Nokia. The company made its name and attracted a large customer base. In 1967, it turned into a pioneering business of multiple sectors, including car and bicycle tires, footwear, televisions, and consumer electronics. Specialization in the market However, as time passed, the company directors realized that it was high time they specialized in a particular product that could rule the global markets. During the 1990s, Nokia decided to quit its non-telecommunication businesses and invest in the consumer electronics sector. It had already made its name in the industry, it launched the first flagship device in 1962, and then in the year 1974, it developed a phone that allowed for encrypted text exchange. It was a new invention, mainly used in the military, and was praised worldwide, taking Nokia's popularity to a new high. The Growth Having decided to compete in the mobile sectors, Nokia released its first GSM-enabled phone, 1101, in 1992, followed by another popular device, the Nokia 2100, that made a record of high sales. It was the first phone that came with a unique Nokia tune. Time passed, and Nokia rose to the skies, the sales were peaking, and why shouldn't they? Nokia was producing the finest phones that allowed for the latest technology, be it data roaming, foreign calls, high-quality voice calls, or GSM, the headsets from the company has no competition to their name, eventually, in the year 1998, the company became the largest mobile phone manufacturer in the world. The Peak The beginning of the millennium was a new dawn for the mobile phone industry as the name smartphone was brought up. In 2002, Sony Ericsson, another famous brand from the past, launched the first smartphone in the world to compete with Nokia's 9210 communicator. However, the smartphone wasn't attractive for the mass market and was rather suitable for a specialized section of business owners, it wasn't a surprise that it failed to gather a customer base, nevertheless, the launch of the Nokia 7650 was another blow that struck Sony's device, and it was no longer produced. A Golden Period Then came the year 2004, Nokia launched NGAG, the first phone with a primary purpose of gaming, thus paving a more contemporary industry path. 
These years were a golden period for the company as it mustered millions of sales worldwide for its value-for-money phones. Nokia decided to look out to compete against Sony Ericsson's Walkman series in the field of music-oriented phones, and it came up with similar devices. However, it wasn't until 2008 when the first firm blow hit Nokia. The launch of iPhone was the one that attracted customers from all around the world. Having an entirely new interface, the iPhone left consumers in awe. Alongside it, the rise of BlackBerry was another factor that struck their sales. However, Nokia decided to launch the QWERTY keyboards to compete against BlackBerry while iPhone was left unattended. The Downfall The year 2009-11 were where the companies started facing huge losses. Despite its success in the low-ranged phones, the company's touch devices failed to create magic, and Nokia started to fade out from the developed countries. Alongside it, the dawn of Samsung was another competition Nokia had to face due to Android's development and acceptance. Life became tough for the owners, the shares faced huge dips, the failure of the new Lumia series was a nail in the coffin. Things turned worse as they had to lay around 10,000 jobs to minimize their enormous losses. The failure to innovate and upgrade, like Android and iOS, led to the decline of one of the majestic operating systems, Symbian by Nokia. Nevertheless, the company tried bouncing back after its venture with Microsoft, however, it was too little and too late. Our lesson. Reading the case study, you might have felt nostalgic as most of the people born in the 1990s would have at least once used the traditional Nokia phones. It was a heartbreaking story of a brand from our childhood, but little we can do except learn from their mistakes. While there might be several other factors, the inability to innovate and upgrade with time led to Nokia's fall, it didn't make the proper use of the best technology thus had to fail. Education needs innovation. Today, we face a similar situation with our education culture. The use of outdated teaching methods, accompanied by the obsolete syllabus, leaves students with no motivation to study. According to stats, 55% of the 8 to 14 years old students would look to excuse a day from school by faking illness. This happens because our schools and colleges have little attraction for students. The book designs lack innovation and creativity. They are colossal text paragraphs that lack engagement for children. On the other hand, teenagers demand captivating books and interesting lectures, however, they receive tons of notes that discuss century-old concepts of little use today. This blog is written for the sole purpose of promoting innovation in our education system so that children can attain a passion for learning and attend classes regularly. Ways to Promote Passion-Based Learning in Students Know about the learners and their interest. Learning is a two-way process. It requires teachers to know about their learners, what interests them, and the milestones they desire to achieve. When the teachers know well about their students, it would be easier for them to interact with them and develop passion in their interest appropriately. The best way to know about the students and their interest is by asking about their portfolios. In this way, teachers would have proper knowledge about their students' interests, promoting their passion. Must-watch video. Explore interest. Once you have identified the interest of your students, then it's time to explore it. When the students work according to their interests, they will likely learn more and better. Not only that, they will be more productive, and the results will improve. Allow your students to draft a mind map that would help them while exploring their interests. Discuss and identify real-world problems. Often, students get bored while learning in classrooms as there is a minimal amount of practical work. 
To promote passion-based learning, teachers should focus on learning beyond the four walls of the school. They should share the knowledge about the real world and real-world challenges to relate and understand better rather than taking the syllabus or education as a burden. Teachers can also take their students outside the classrooms and ask them to look out for the problems or challenges people have to face in their daily life. Doing this would create interest in students and improve their problem-solving abilities. The process is called generative curriculum, which means coming up with questions and directions for learning as you learn. Make learning meaningful. Learning should be fun and engaging for the students. The traditional education system is based on reading and memorizing information that becomes difficult, painful, and meaningless. However, learning should be meaningful with purpose-based so that students should be willing to learn it. When the students take learning as a process of enjoyment, they will automatically develop a passion for it. To make it learning more meaningful and passionate for students, teachers can follow a few tips. Explain content with meaning. Discourage memorization of information or data. Focus on improving students' concepts. Promote self-testing. Allow students to find out the problems. Give frequent but low-stakes assessments. Create makerspace for students. Makerspace is a workspace for the students in the school where they learn, explore, and collaborate with other students. It's a great way to gain hands-on experience and knowledge while collaborating with other students. Additionally, it helps students sharpen their skills. When students interact with each other and discuss things beyond the classroom, it develops passion and interest in learning new things. There are numerous benefits of makerspace in schools, colleges, and universities. Here are a few of them. It promotes critical thinking skills among students. It builds perseverance in students while making them consistent. Improves the ability to investigate things. Enhances problem-solving abilities in students. It helps students to focus on their milestones and their goals. Engages minds and encouraging questions among students. Facilitates ideas and innovation. Provides a connection between lessons and the real world. Read my previous blog, How to Get Free Education Easily? Here. These were the few ways teachers can implement in the educational institutions to develop passion and interest in the students and learners. It may take time to promote passion-based learning in students. However, following these tips would be easier for teachers to develop interest in their respective fields. All they need is patience, persistence, and consistency. The Conclusion As mentioned earlier, India's traditional education system is based on cramming and memorizing information rather than understanding concepts and implementing them to cope with real-world challenges. Our students lack practical and problem-solving skills. We need to promote learning that focuses on acquiring skills so that our students can become self-reliant. In recent years, the Indian government introduced policies for the betterment of education. These policies aim to bring passion for education to students. However, these policies' succession may take time, but it would surely benefit the state and individual. Let's join hands to promote education in India that aims at acquiring skills and thinking beyond the classrooms. Thank you, everyone, for your superlative response to my previous blogs and for staying connected. I would be indebted if you could share your thoughts about this post. You can send your ideas to hello at rajdeblogger.com. Please do share this post with others. Please read my previous blogs here.